Welcome to the podcast that transcends awareness into practice. In this season, entitled Harmony in Relationships, we will explore together the steps in the dance of relationship. Each episode builds on the one that preceded it. I present your question. Your question, I respond. Hello, this is Yolanda Kumidu. Welcome to my podcast. Patrick, welcome again. So glad yeah. to have you on. <laughs> It's been a while, but I'm glad to be back. <laughs> <laughs> and today uh, you had some questions and comments on the incredible, challenging theme of communication and listening in, uh, in relationships. So I'm ready for you. I think, I think I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I enjoyed your um, your podcast and some of the comments you made I thought they were very thoughtful and, and and maybe even provocative to pause and listen to what you were saying and it, it seems to me that in communication the most critical step the first step is an ability to listen and this is something that sadly we are not trained to do we're not teaching our children, we're not teaching ourselves how to listen, simply to listen. Uh, I believe one of the things you said is the importance of making time to sit and have a conversation. Turn off the television, Turn. stop texting, put all of that away, and just sit there and, and engage in listening, in silence, and then dialogue. Um, and listening is tricky. It's very, very, very tricky. I, I think I shared with you that I give uh, workshops on forgiveness, and the and the um, the title of the workshop is forgiveness, the healing of memories. And the one the one central idea in that work, which I learned in South Africa, is that we don't call it storytelling; it's story sharing, and anyone can tell a story. But story sharing requires, it demands an active listener. So the woman has a story, let us listen. And in that situation, the participants do not have to give feedback or advice or ask questions, simply and only listen. You can ask a question if you need a question for clarification, but it's not about uh, at that point about dialogue. It's you about see, listening. yeah, listening is so challenging because, oh. because, listen, listen to this, <laughs> listen to this. So if we grew up and our parents had this incredible insight and ability to, when we talked, they actually listened and we know if someone is listening, how? Because when we stop, we make a pause, 
their response is not about their story and themselves. Their response is maybe asking a question about what we just said, maybe um, um, wondering, be curious for us to explore more what we said, but it it comes back to us. So if we grew up in a situation like that, that we had good listeners as parents, you see, it's a double-edged sword because... Yes, on one hand, we can learn how to listen, but also built in is we are used to being listened to. Mm -hmm. We are used to talking and being listened to. So that even does not guarantee that we learn how to listen because our role was that we talked and we were well listened to. So we learn very well how to talk. So it doesn't even, very often we say, well, um, well, people don't listen because they were not listened to. So we need to talk. We need to say our story. Everybody has a story. Everybody should be writing a book about their lives. Everybody's <laughs> life is just fascinating, you see. Um, so when we are not being listened to, Again, it can go both ways. It mm. can, if our parents didn't listen, they talk and talk and talk. And when we spoke, they didn't listen. Then we learned to listen to the other's story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see? So there's no guarantee that um, it's only through role modeling, what we experience in childhood. Listening, it's a learned skill. Mm-hmm. It's a skill that needs to be consciously learned in adulthood because I don't know how it was um, treated as in, in, so it's not one pattern that, well, if you had, let's say, if you had warm and loving um, parents and childhood, chances are you know how to be warm and loving, chances mm-hmm. are. And that is actually true. If you had abusive situation, emotional and physical abuse, chances are you also know how to hit and or be abused or abuse others. But mm-hmm. listening, even if you had incredible uh, good listeners as parents, does not guarantee that you know how to listen. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's really, that's what I try to point out in the presentation that there are some characteristics on how to listen that as an adult you learn if you choose to. If you get mm. a lot of complaints with your partner that you're not a good listener, most probably they're right. Yeah. Yes. Um, and, and it also seems that there is um, a healthy feedback loop that if I'm listening to what you're saying, um, one, one, one choice is just to sit in silence, but it also can be very helpful if I say something like, did I hear you correctly in saying, or what do you mean when you say? So it, it's, it's inviting you to unpack a little more for, in order for me to listen more and, and better. Because a lot of times... We use the same word, but we mean different things. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. So checking, yeah. checking with each other, is that what you meant? It you assure that the message sent was the same message received. Yeah. Often something happens in the in the transport of a message when it comes out of your mouth before it, it reaches my ears, it, it, it transforms. And then we start a conversation thinking that we understand each other, but we are talking about two different things. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I, I've learned in, um, in doing this work that it's also very helpful sometimes to say to the person, oh, what do you need or what do you need from me? Again, that's it's allowing uh, an expansion of what they are needing to say and giving you then as the listener the opportunity to hear at a deep, deeper level. So, um, but you will be, but I just want to say something about that. But you will be surprised in when you ask, What do you need? how many people have no idea what they need, right? Because nobody ever asked them, What do you need? Yeah, Yeah. so they never had the opportunity to stop and go inside themselves Uh, and become aware exactly what do I really need? (laughs) So, yeah. And, and there's, I think there are gentle techniques. So if I if I say to the person, so what do you what do you need, and they don't know how to answer that, you know, I might say, why don't you just take a moment? We'll sit here in silence for a couple minutes, and, and reflect on what do you feel you need, and give them that that time because you're right. Many people they're they're speechless. They don't know what they need. That they, they do not know how to articulate what they need. But the most common thing is like, so you see, you don't even know what you need. You expect me to know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Isn't that sad? Well, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The, The most impressive thing to me is how do people stay in a relationship with all these challenges that being with another person brings because of the differences in personality, in beliefs, in patterns, in values, in perceptions. That is the miracle for me, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, and also um, that, you know, when, when you're engaged in, in authentic listening to someone, it's not necessarily about giving the other side legitimacy, especially if you have, you know, um, a major difference of opinion. It's not about giving them legitimacy, but it grants them just the humility and, and, and it preserves our own humility. Just, you know, listening is gentle, or it ought to be gentle. Listening is the art of being receptive. Yeah, listening, you, you see, it's when you listen, if you think about it, you are becoming vulnerable. You receive. And, mm. and when you live in cultures that power is more important um, doing is more important than being, and 
this is one of the cultures <laughs> and most other cultures. That's why listening is difficult because you, you are in a place of vulnerability when you listen. You're receiving. Yeah. You're not giving and doing. Yeah, mm. good. Being good. in power is more common and easier than being in vulnerability. Mm -hmm. Listening allows us to be creative. And inspired. And inspired. And in touch with our intuition. It has many gifts. Oh, yes, it has many gifts. And in better relationships. Can I go on? <laughs> should, should I go on? <laughs> so most definitely, listening has unbelievable gifts, even if for a moment you feel weak. Because, you know, in listening, that moment of listening, it, it, it's, it's, it's almost like a, you feel you need to contribute. You need to, even if it's good intentions, to help someone. In, in trying to help someone, thinking, well, I have to respond, give them my idea, give something back. But sometimes mm. the most helpful position is to just receive and hold the other mm -hmm. without rushing to quotation mm. marks, help in that powerful way. Mm. Yeah, I, I appreciated what you said um, in your podcast that that holding is more important than feedback. Yes, uh, that that you know that concept is used a lot. I'm holding space for somebody, but you know sometimes just physically holding somebody or just putting your hand on their hand without saying anything, just just making that connection. You know, I'm I'm holding for you. Um, you know, yeah, it's, it's, all a, the, all the, it's a Greek. It's a Greek. Sorry, it's a Greek song um, uh, that says something like, "In your life, just think who held your hands. You, uh, who was holding your hands, and yeah. what you're saying sometimes, just a touch, an embrace, or holding someone's hand in silence, mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. so much more." helpful and supportive and and um loving than mm -hmm. going on and on and on with advice and suggestions mm -hmm. yeah. um trying to think of another oh when earlier too when you said that um, um people who were not listened to are not often not good listeners and of course, that's true. You know, we that, yes, I, I get that. But I think it's also to, important to acknowledge that there's no fault or no blame attached to that. That's not it's not their fault that they were not listened to. That's just that was their life experience. Hopefully, it's never too late to learn a new skill. Um, and hopefully we can all learn to become better listeners. But if you encounter someone or if, if I have to look in the mirror and say, you know, I'm not really that good of a listener, then it doesn't it's not helpful to feel, um, you know, blame or shame or finger pointing or anything like that. But it can go the other way around, too. 
you see, I thought you were going the other way. But if you look in the mirror and say, you know, after listening to Yolanda's podcasts and their discussion with Patrick, I'm realizing <laughs> I'm not a good listener. I don't feel good about myself. That's good. Yeah, you don't have to hold. Just you can always learn. But it can go the other way around. If I am not l- listened to, so if I'm a talker and I, kn- I feel my partner is not listening to me, that can also turn into um, blaming myself. Maybe mm-hmm. I am uh, I'm, I'm not, I have nothing to offer and nobody listens to me. Maybe what I have to say is just not important. So it can go the, uh, the other way too, yeah, following point. your point. Yeah. Good point. Mm-hmm. There, you know, and and one of the uh, one of my favorite um, sayings comes from Saint Benedict, who was the founder of the Benedictine Order. And when he put together the order, he wrote a uh, the Bene- the Benedict's rules by which the monks had to live according to certain rules and guidelines. And the very first line in the book, Benedict says, "Listen carefully, my sons." and daughters with the ear of your heart and attend to those things that need attending to. I have always loved that, that beautiful metaphor. Listen with the ear of your heart. But you see, that's what I'm, that's gorgeous. Thank you so much for sharing this line. So when I say, when you listen, you're in a vulnerable position. What I said before, when you truly listen, your heart listens. So that, but most people, they rush with the mind. The mind is important. Rational, rationalizing and helping and, and fixing and solving problems is important. But the listening never reaches the heart. It just reaches the, the intellect, and then you respond just from the intellect. You see? And at times, is the most appropriate response but often it's not it it never has a chance to reach the heart i love what you shared patrick yeah yeah that's a beautiful quote mm-hmm. um and i i try to remember that and practice that myself so it's this very very powerful listening with the ear of your heart and then attend to those things that need attending to it, it seems that you know that we, we t- we're talking about listening and and it's it, it feels to me though that really that, that to listen closely with every fiber of my being uh, is really really one of the most difficult things to do in the world. It is. That's it's why it's very difficult. Yeah. It is. It is. And the way you say it, if someone let's say shares that with me, my next question will be, what part is the most difficult? What is the most significant obstacle for you to mm. that when you are involved and you get in the act of listening, what gets in your way of not listening? And mm. that's a question really to think about um, for our listeners, for our listeners. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, thank you again for another wonderful um, opportunity to yes. go deeper 
and to explore and to bring out, um, you know, with your questions and your sharing. I really, really thank you. Thank you also. And this is another wonderful conversation that, that we've had. And uh, as I like to say, to be continued. To be continued, Patrick. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Have a wonderful weekend. Thank you. God bless both you and your son. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. The next theme coming up is conflict. Conflict in relationships. If you're interested in being on my podcast, please email me at awarenesssuckspodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, yajara. <laughs>